0: Hey guys, I'm Sam and this is the Pillars of Hamilton. My guest today is the owner of Funky Cow. His name is Ricky Alverio, And you know what? If you haven't been to Funky Cow, what are you doing? They have arguably the best sandwiches here in Hamilton, but that's not what this interview is really about. Ricky is a really interesting guy. I I learned a lot in this podcast. Uh, I learned about his ups and downs and how he's a fighter. He's an ambassador for Hamilton, and uh, he's a cool dude. So, Ricky, thanks for coming. I had a blast. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome my friend, Ricky Alverio. I got the funkiest dude in Hamilton, New Jersey before me right now. (laughs) How exciting. I'm so excited, man. We weren't even going to do this today. I know. It's so crazy. So random off the hook. This is only because I walked outside of Funky Cow. Yeah. (laughs) And you came running out.
1: I love it. It's fun.
0: I feel like half the time I'm, I'm outside of Funky Cow, you come running out. Yeah. Yeah. And it's always glorious.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Well, you're amazing. You're an amazing man, and you um, were very thankful. Actually, not we, me. I'm speaking for myself. Very thankful that um, you moved to Hamilton and opened up uh, an amazing business with your uh, beautiful wife. And congratulations, uh, because you have... um, What's the name again of the baby? Her name is Sora. Sora. That's it. And beautiful
0: we, name. And I appreciate that. But before I get heat for that, I didn't open the business. I took it over.
1: Took it but, over. Uh, yeah,
0: but I really appreciate those yeah, words, man. Yeah, but no,
1: it's amazing. It's amazing to have um, um, a beautiful family wanting to expand um, their business in Hamilton and choose Hamilton to you know, take over This was the best business. choice of
0: our lives, man. Thank you. This is Great. No, no, no. That's thing. awesome.
1: Seriously, we just lucked out. Like,
0: we That's didn't awesome. know about Hamilton. We we knew about Dina, and we knew about how awesome the school was.
1: And at first, Hamilton scared us. <laughs> well, of course. Hey, <laughs> listen, a lot of... And actually, back in the day, it was totally different than what it is now. And Hamilton has uh, been turning for quite a while now, and it's become a beautiful town. But back in the day, it was even worse than what um, you know certain people say out there and it's really yes it was very difficult I'm born and raised in Hamilton yeah I definitely want to talk about that a lot of people don't believe it but yes I'm why would people not believe it well some people because of the way I am and how um, open and free and welcoming I am in the business industry and I'm not one of those uh, type of business people in downtown Hamilton that's you know selfish or or stick to myself and my own little business i but is include that, everyone but i'm is, sorry is everyone.
0: is that is that hey just try to stay like yeah
1: too okay is that but is that the norm now because back in the day like- it was everybody was very territorial back in the day very territorial
0: so what businesses were there
1: um there was quite a few different Businesses, because when
0: it, I think of Main Street, I think true. of you. I mean, you're so welcome. You run out onto the street, yeah. Uh, and well, then when you got you Main- welcome everybody to a beautiful town. It's amazing. It really is. And I don't didn't want to make this about me at all, but I had to say when you came out that day, uh, and it was during the food truck festival. So like, we're surrounded by other people, and you were just. You're just putting us over big time and like that we're passionate about this. So to hear that from someone like you, it was just like...
1: I meant what I say and I always mean what I say, believe it or not. And if it's something good or bad, I will tell you because I'm the type of person that just speaks my mind. Trust me. You could actually look at some of my reviews and some of the people... (laughs) Let me tell you something i've actually maybe about six months ago i had a couple come into my uh, cafe you know some people don't even know what it is and they think um, that they forget that actually cows produce beef and they think it's just dairy so they walk in and you welcome them to funky cow and i'm like hey friends welcome to funky cow like i always do to thousands and thousands of customers that we get and you could tell by my personality was too much for them. No and, way! How yes, could, how could you? T- how could you tell that? Oh, their energy instantaneously—the way they look at me, the way they, you know, they look up and down, like who's this guy or who is this person? And I welcome them. I sense that energy from them, so I bring it down ten levels, and I do it more in a softer, in a softer, softer format. And they just couldn't understand what I serve at Funky Cal. And, uh, Wait you a know, minute! You the, have it. You have it written up there on a board. But but, but people don't read because you have people that just <laughs> don't get it. People don't read. They don't get it. They just want to see. And you know, so I basically explained myself to them, or you know, the restaurant, and then I tried to accommodate them. So I asked them what you know what their palate was feeling. What are they looking for? If they're looking for lunch so on so forth so she says oh well i don't eat um i stay away from carbs i only eat uh, lettuce and i said oh great i said we have a, a fabulous salad it's called the funky house salad and i explained she goes no i don't do bacon i said well you can opt to take the bacon off she's like no um no um i said do you like spicy by any chance she goes i love spicy okay so you don't okay great so our famous spicy cabbage law is fantastic and you can get it with lettuce lettuce wraps they come in our lettuce wraps with the grilled chicken, guacamole, and spicy cabbage slaw, and a soy demi glaze and chow noodles. She goes, No, I'm not in the mood for that. I said, You know what, honey? Do yourself a favor. Wawa is two blocks away over the railroad tracks. Go there. You'll enjoy it. And there was, t- my place was packed. People were watching me. And Whoa. she looked at me like, What? And I said, Do yourself a favor. Thank you so much for stopping at Funky Cow. It's my pleasure. And I walked away. I don't have time. For ignorant people and basically that's what she was and so you get but i'm not getting
0: so so it, you're saying she's ign- ignorant because of her whole demeanor her whole thing
1: everything everything about her everything about her and it, it's sad you know and, and i'm very forward that's a whole point i i don't sometimes i have to bite my tongue and i do but sometimes I don't care because I'm very forward. So I'm very so if I have to give you an opinion or you ask me for my opinion, I'm not going to just say, oh, you know, just tippy-toe. And it's like, oh, no. I'm going to give you my honest opinion. Don't yeah. ask my opinion if you don't want to hear it. Right? No, that's, that's the own. best kind of people, So I'm very man. forward. So when I walked out to the street that day and you were walking with your beautiful family at the food <laughs> truck, Thank I you. hadn't seen you in, a, in a quite a while because you had the little um, accident or not accident, the little incident with your uh, exercise. Oh, what happened. yeah,
0: when I tore my pectoral. Yes, that's yeah,
1: that's it. So yeah. I hadn't seen you in a while, and I wanted to come out and tell you, like, uh, you know, how amazing I've seen all of the wonderful things that you've been doing, and I hear all the feedback from, you know, a lot of the parents that come into Funky Cal, and they start talking about, you know. Mr. Sam, Mr. Sam, the whole nine yards. And so I wanted to share with you and I wanted to thank you very much because I think it's important to have, you know, um, young individuals like myself to come well, in. Well, I've seen help. it on yours.
0: First of all, I, I appreciate oh, yeah. that more than you know. Uh, the You coming out that day, I don't want this podcast about to yeah, be about me, yeah. but I, understand. I, I just want to let you know. But we have to give credit where credit is due. <laughs> Rightfully so, rightfully so. Um, But I see, when I was researching before this podcast, this very out-of-nowhere podcast I'm stoked about, um, I looked on your Facebook page and I was scrolling down and I was like, oh... There's this student. There's that student. Oh, and they're hugging Ricky over there. Yeah. Oh, and they're in his arms over there. Like, the kids come
1: to you. And they, they come. They, they call they me Mr. Love Funky you. Cow. They call me Ricky. They call. They go out of their way to look for me.
0: Now, I have a question. Sure. Because <laughs> as I was doing this research, I was like, okay, now is Ricky really that kid's uncle? Because you're the uncle. Are you really the uncle of somebody? Because I
1: feel Am like... I, oh, so, I have a nephew. His name is Mason Dorsey. And my nephew is... Um, He's 15 years old, my sister Melanie, and his father Jason. Okay, so Ryan is
0: not your actual nephew.
1: Oh, Ryan calls me Uncle Ricky because I'm dear friends with his parents, and since he was born, and Rye Rye French Rye, Ryan uh, Bagalivo? Yeah. Yeah. Rye Rye French Fry. Martial the best. arts. Martial arts. Amazing hey, hey. kid.
0: This summer, Ryan, um, he was on the mini golf tournament. Really? Right in the Olympics, and he won the No goal. way. He Go, Ryan. Go, Ryan. That's it. Go, Ryan. should happened to a nicer kid. Oh,
1: he is. And he, he's uh, being raised by two wonderful parents, Chrissy and Jared. They're just a beautiful family. And his sister, they're just adorable. They're a beautiful family. As a matter of fact, I just saw them a couple months ago. I went over to the house. Because I'm so busy, I'm, I don't get to see my friends, my close friends, as oh, much I as, get it. as as much <laughs> I get as it. I used to. Yeah. And um, so I had the opportunity to stop by, and um, I was so happy to see them. And he, they're doing so great. And Ryan's such a intelligent young little boy. He's very and he's, very sweet, yep.
0: and very. Uh, he's just a very good person. He is.
1: He truly is a beautiful soul, and he gets that from his wonderful parents, Chrissy and Jared. When I and his to Jared, grandparents too, because like, they're fabulous too. Jared came here the other day. He had to show me. He has to show me
0: these, these, these. For example, if someone is, you, you know, when you can go online and you can see who the predators are out there. <laughs> when there's a new predator, yeah. he comes to me and shows me the picture so that I can That's great. know what the That's face. That's wonderful. Like. When I talk to that guy, I'm like, I'm glad this guy.
1: He's. Am- they're very passionate. I. I mean, Jared has been in the police force for now in Hamilton District. I. I I mean, I I don't even remember, maybe 19 years or 18 years, I'm not sure. And all of them, they're very protective of their community, their town, their people in their town. Do you know who I just
0: interviewed? Who? I just had Kevin in here. Oh, congratulations to our wonderful <laughs> Chief Kevin! It's coming on Monday. Yeah, That's his amazing. episode.
1: Talk about wonderful, dedicated, passionate uh, people we have in Hamilton. Chief. Uh, I have a new name for Kevin Freel is true. I mean, I, I he know, know he
0: just became chief, so yes. that is his name. Yes, but all I could think about when I was talking to him is like, I'm talking to
1: Captain America, and I was like, well, he can't be Captain America. So I was like, Captain Hamilton. <laughs> Captain Hamilton. <laughs> well, Chief uh, Kevin Friel is amazing. I have to say, I. I You know, born and raised in Hamilton, so I know a lot of the uh, former police officers. Born and and, raised. Yeah. Former uh, police officers and the retired ones and the ones that have passed on. And Kevin, I can say, is one of the ones that had gone into the, you know, worked in Hamilton as a police officer and truly never chose a side. He just went in and did his job and cares so much about his community. Wait, and what do you mean choose a side? Choose a side, meaning it's like he he just cared about his community. He never got involved in the political aspect of his job, you know, because right. we're a chief. So there it's a lot. And he truly is just amazing. I told Wonderful him in, man in the
0: interview when I was doing my research for him that whenever <clears throat> I mentioned his name, the same reaction, I would say, what do you think of Chief Kevin? Smile, just genuine and I told him too I'm like as inviting as you are and nice at the same time I would know you can't
1: mess with this guy if he needs to he he, will yeah and he he, he's amazing well they're all amazing I mean our police our police department we're truly blessed to have a wonderful wonderful police department and and then protects and serves our community
0: well I think it's because they bring the same thing that you bring that I try to bring here and that's that family that love into what we do Mm -hmm. the passion the passion it's such an ongoing theme on the show the passion mm-hmm. i'm sure if anyone wasn't from Hamilton listening they'd probably
1: be like oh my god they never stopped talking about passion
0: but it's true
1: well it's you know they never stop talking about it because it's if if those and there's a lot of people out there that know what Hamilton was back in the day and what it's become now and it's um you know Back in the day, there was only a passion for themselves, not for the entire community as a whole. And now there's passion for the entire community and everyone. They're all working together to keep Hamilton great. Okay.
0: Let's go into that. Um, What was
1: it like? Because
0: all I've seen is is what I see now. What was it like growing up for you, the good, the bad, the ugly? What what was growing up? Well,
1: I'll tell you. I'm, you know, my parents have, um, you know, were here in Hamilton, back. My mother was, I believe, uh, 14, 13 or 14. And I went to pre-K, kindergarten, and all through high school. And I was, of course, um, chubby little Puerto Rican, you know, going into um, kindergarten, I'll never forget this, and turning into first grade. And my first grade teacher was Mrs. Francis, very strict uh, teacher. Very passionate at the time. Now that I look back, and um, but I was always bullied from first grade to eleventh grade. Year Sam, I was bullied at every single day. I um, was, you know, called derogatory names. From it got more intense from fifth grade to about tenth grade. It was very intense. And, um, you I'm know, sorry, can you repeat that? Uh, sure. What, what grades were from, intense? from fifth grade from to fifth to 10 to 10. I mean, it, it was terrible to the point that I, you know, at the same time being immature and, you know, trying to understand and the young adolescent that I was becoming and the teenager that I was becoming and the adult that I was going to become was kind of challenging and difficult because you were, I wasn't accepted. You know, and it was very difficult. And I did have a core group of kids, you know, classmates uh, that, you know, always looked for me and always, um, you know, Ricky. Back in the day, they actually they named me Ricky Fontaine, so uh, pretty boy Ricky. Pretty <laughs> Excuse boy, me, pretty boy, quick, boy Ricky. Try not, no farther yeah. than like two okay. steps away. I apologize. No, no, you're good. I don't want to miss any of this. So, <laughs> so they used to call me Ricky Fontaine, pretty boy Ricky. And I, I remember back in um, my fifth grade, uh, going to uh, take my fifth grade uh, pictures. Um, you know, you would get the pictures by, back then it was Maffa Studio. They were on the corner of Egg Harbor Road and Walmart Street. And it was picture day, and you dress up for to take pictures. And I was in. I was in actually fifth grade because I had Mr. Fortis. I used to make coffee for all of the fifth grade teachers. fourth And fifth grade teachers. You brewed coffee for the teachers? Uh, Every morning. I would go in early in the morning at uh, um, 7, 745, and I would make coffee for all of them. They would come into the class. They would get the coffee. And then around 2.15, I would go and pick up all their mugs, and I would wash them. And rinse them out, get them ready for the next morning. And in I my did,
0: 15 years in this profession, Ricky.
1: And back then, I mean, I commend the teachers now, than, uh, you know, how it is to go to school and to educate these young kids and stuff is totally different than when when I went to school in Hamilton. But anyway, getting back to your original question, I was bullied and so on and so forth. So can I can, I, it was uh, can, I,
0: can I stop you and just ask you sure.
1: about,
0: so starting first grade,
1: mm-hmm.
0: what was going on?
1: Well, I was I was chubby, and I was, so and it was, it was about, a very small lot um, Latino population back then, and it was, you know, it was totally different than what it is now. So, was that was
0: that what you were
1: picked on about? for yeah, the majority the I was, from, I was, from first to fifth. Grade? Yeah, and I was feminine. I you know, still am, but uh, would they? To, would they? At that age? Be, oh yeah, they would. You know, pick on me with my, you know my clothes and so on. And so really. Forth. It was a little loud and I was, you know, maybe doing things to seek attention because, you know, I, I there was a eight year difference or seven year difference between my sister and I. So, so basically, was, do you, you think know. that it's still the same way in first through fifth grade? Oh, it's to a different degree now. It's, and I have to tell you, I've had the experience of seeing how these young kids act in my cafe and with my designing company that i have and i'm in the house and i see how these young kids act towards their parents and if i was a little kid at home i remember back then you know we would get a spank or you know uh, yeah get yelled at get punished and that was it nowadays is the parents tolerate it they the way the kids talk to the parents and stuff that's true,
0: mm-hmm. but that's not what I was asking. What I was oh, asking, well, I'm is, sorry, is, so like in that.
1: the classroom. In the physical classroom, yes. I
0: mean, for example, I before I taught here at Reed, I was yeah. teaching uh, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh grade for many years. And in was, where? Uh, in New York City, it, okay, the uh, city yeah. uh, in Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, it was always very big for me to teach my kids acceptance and, yeah. to, you know, uh, Martin Luther King, you know, judge by the content of the character. And I, I never saw. I mean, I saw kids picking on each other like kids normally do, and of course, some people more intense than others. Um, but I didn't see like the, I don't know, for lack of a better word, fat shaming, mm-hmm. or uh, people picking on someone.
1: With, well, with all due respect, you're in yeah. a larger city. When okay. you're in a small yes. town like Hamilton, it's totally different. Not, not necessarily Hamilton, just in a small town in general you know it, it's a smaller culture and back then it was totally different it, it was. was totally different than what it is now yeah okay yeah so is that me yeah no it might be my phone uh, yeah okay yeah so, so
0: okay so then fifth grade happens and that's when yeah. you say things got heavy huh yeah
1: fifth grade and sixth grade and um i'm sorry that's Telephone vibrating. I apologize. Oh, it's that phone, yeah. by the way, folks.
0: Uh, Ricky's the first dude to ever video record the podcast. <laughs> Normally, there's a dude sitting here being like, "What did
1: I say? Did I make it good?" I can't wait to
0: hear it. Ricky's gonna know in like two hours after we're done here. Brilliant. Exactly what I said. Really
1: said, but anyway, um, yeah. So that was it was. I'm sorry. Let's, so fifth grade, fifth grade, yeah, fifth grade, and um, then we moved on to sixth grade, and that was totally a life changer. Sixth, seventh, and eighth, um, truly. And then at eighth grade, things got a little bit better, but not that good. But what was the life changer? Everything. Me as a person growing up, maturing, experiencing, um, you know, the kids around you because you had a, now you went into sixth grade, so it was a larger, you know, you had other grades with you together, and you were not in the same room for 4 or 5 hours like you were right. in elementary school so you had you know different classes Did you different- feel safe anywhere? Did I feel safe? Um I felt I felt safe because I had I had a wonderful and amazing guidance counselor and uh, oh. um both yes um middle school and um high school and uh, Nadine Pinotome, who was just truly—I mean, i to this day, I remember conversations that I had with her, sitting, really, crying, and yeah, and uh, Mr. Alvino, um, yeah, I, they I, I, yeah, they impacted you, yeah, they—they impacted me, but they helped me tremendously. And um, and Mrs. Grasso, she was uh, fabulous as well, but um, you know. I had a a couple teachers that were truly amazing. Mrs. Campanella, that she's unbelievable. Somebody oh, fireworks sick. going out <laughs> yeah. from Mrs. Campanella. Did <laughs> you, you hear that? Yeah, there you go. She's amazing, wonderful.
0: Uh, Can Matthew. I ask you what they were doing to, that made the you, or? the kids, what the kids okay. were doing?
1: The kids, they were bullying. They were calling me names. I would go, I would cut into, let, let, let's say, for instance, the bell rang and I would be going into social studies and I would be, you know, going to my next, you know, oh, there goes that derogatory comment really yeah or is really? was that queer or this so yeah that's the way they spoke but Go were ahead. there people i mean i know it was a different time well were there people who just
0: were co- there accepted was people you who you are yes or were, with you? exactly i'm talking to you yes like it's like i don't give it i'd at uh, this family but, show, I yeah. stay away from curse yes. words.
1: Yeah, I don't give a you-know-what, yes. man. I, like, and I respect that, and I think that's amazing. But, but that's, that's how it now. should be. You don't have to respect it. That's how it should be. Okay. And there, see, this is a part of me that I feel bad, and I care for them kids that did not know because their parents didn't take time mm. to teach them diversity and didn't take time to educate them their kids and what it is to bully and make fun of other kids so that's where i feel bad for those parents and now those parents are seeing me around and um they actually apologize for their kids. no way
0: i actually get out of here four
1: or five years ago i actually had um, a kid walk up to me at a local liquor store to shake my hand and tell me i'm sorry for bullying you in school and as a man that I am as a passionate person I shook his hand and I said it's okay we all live and learn and do you, I went on do you my feel merry good way. he did that
0: do I feel good um well what what well, no no okay let me rephrase that question do you have from all that at this point in your life do you have a weight on your shoulder about all
1: that absolutely not you don't no no I don't let that You know, I let all that negative energy go and you have to because you have to, you know, you have to. Well, uh, yeah, not everyone does, though. Well, it's very hard for a lot of people and they use it as an excuse not to get to the next level in life. So they want Mm. they don't want to let it go because they want to have a reason why not to get to the next level or to accept. And what is that next level? whatever it is in their life, whatever their next level is, in, or their next journey, or their next whatever right, it is. Because
0: some people just focus on these all that negative. are happening. A lot of
1: people focus on the negative, and yeah. that was that was a big thing here in Hamilton. Actually, it still goes around, believe it or not. I and that's don't why believe a lot of,
0: of I, where, where is this happening? Because maybe, all it's because maybe because I'm at
1: a school and a camp, and like there's a lot of positivity here, but like I hear because that Because you bring the positivity. No. <laughs> Sam, you do. Listen to me. You do. And it's all the person and all Trust me, I know because I'm involved in so much and I see it's about bringing a positive force and a positive energy. I Actually, just to set an example, I had um, uh, some guests come in from Bergen County um, up in North Jersey and they googled or yelped the best place to eat in Hamilton. And, you know, there's a lot of wonderful places in Hamilton. Mm, and yeah. the Funky Cow came up and they stopped in. They came in. I happened to be there and I introduced them. The whole nine yards started talking to them. And, you know, I welcomed them to Hamilton, you know, and they actually went out of their way to leave a comment and say... Uh, we've never been to Hamilton, it's our first time. And you're like an ambassador for the town and a a comment and a review. And and they were like, you know, we felt so welcomed. Oh, my God, we've never met a business owner that really, you know, allowed my son to go across the street and get a slice of pizza and come back to their restaurant and eat it. And, you know, go, yeah. And but it's because it's passion. It's positive. You, you have to put it out there. So you treat people the way you want to be treated. And that's the key. And so there's a lot of negative people that 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 they probably don't want to be negative, but that's all they know. And that's what they want to do. Do you know what I'm saying? I don't think they want to do that. I, I think, think that they, they want to be happy. Well, you can't. If they want to, they would. And they will be positive and, you know. They would no,
0: well, anytime I've ever seen anyone go off, go out of their way to call somebody a name like you were called yeah. before, it's always deep down. It, they're well, they're angry with themselves. They're angry. They might have stuff going yeah. on at home too. There are
1: prejudiced people the, out there. Like there you say, I'm positive,
0: people. and and mm-hmm. I really appreciate that. Uh, and I feel like the you are too, and a lot of people are. And I believe that's because they feel good. Yeah. Like I feel good about myself. Of course, like, you have to feel great about yourself. How am I going to feel good about myself and then go off? And look at somebody. <laughs>
1: well, that's why a lot of people don't look at th- themselves in the mirror. Because they can't face themselves. And mm. they can't look at themselves.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad that guy came back and apologized.
1: Yeah. Has, has there been more than that? Oh, there's that- there's been quite a few. Yeah. Quite a few. Yeah. And I treat everyone with respect the way I enjoy to be treated. Is, has and there, I still go through challenges now. You do? And I'm almost 40. I still go through, yeah, with people in our community. But... Or we take the better, the higher road. Well, I was talking with someone
0: that I'm going to keep him anonymous because yeah. he's not the kind of guy who put his name out yeah, there. Sure. I was talking to him about an hour ago, and we were uh, talking about you and how you ran for a What did you run for again? I ran for town council. Town council. And he was just like, that guy got my vote to be oh. openly gay and Spanish in this town and to go out there and get the kind I of support he access. did.
1: And you still got that support. I did. I really did. And I have to tell you, it's... Uh, it was an amazing experience and unfortunately I would have ran again, but I, you know, I, I, I would have ran again, unfortunately, but I lost my dad in March and it was very difficult and I had to kind of regroup and now I'm getting back into the groove of things, but I know he's somewhere around here, um, floating around cause he is, he's always with me. I had just gotten here. I'm, uh, I totally apologize. Is it Santos? Yes, yeah, Santos. Santos. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, back to answer. I apologize. I'm yeah. sorry. Uh, back to answer your question. So, um, yeah, I had double X's against me. I was Puerto Rican. I was gay. I was open. And you know, for many years, I'm I'm very fortunate now that I have a wonderful. Um, uh life partner joseph um are you married hashtag pineapple rock uh no actually i'm not I, it's a promise oh, ring oh you got. A pro- yeah, let me look pro- at that thing <laughs> promise ring. that is a sparkly yeah. promise ring, sir <laughs> thank you thanks and Congrats. um so it was my first time believe it or not i never you know no one could ever say that knows me in hamilton and knows me personally could ever say they saw ricky you know walking through hamilton with a man or being with a man because i because i respect a lot of the citizens that didn't accept homosexuality and still don't in this community wait you still won't to this day Oh, no, to this day, I do. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah okay, but I'm, I'm okay, just saying okay. prior to Joseph, because I respected, like, okay. you know, they're, 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 I respect them. They're, they're older generation that don't understand it. And you, you'll never change an old dog new tricks. I mean, I teach an old dog new tricks, I'm sorry. It's hard and to, It's man. very difficult. Very hard to. And so, yeah, so I ran for town council, and I had a lot of exes going against me. But I said to myself, I said, you know what? After I opened Funky Cal, I said, I'm going to stop on the stomp. Pardon, on the avenue that I'm born and raised in, and it's time that Hamilton changes and needs to continue. We need to grow as a beautiful community that we are growing. Wait into a wait. Enough. What sparked this though? So it Did was just me in my mind. I felt like I had, a, I already had a design company for many years, and I just felt when I came up with this creative idea, and I'm deciding to open up Funky Cow on Bellevue Avenue. I said I'm going for it. and I'm going full throttle. <laughs> go and can big I t- or go home. Exactly. And can I tell you, I announced my. Campaign candidacy within two hours i had people people multiple come up to me and say you made the worst mistake ever (gasps) throw your hat in the ring wait a minute do you know what? what you're getting yourself into and i looked at them and i said oh i'm gonna teach you a new trick i don't have time for you right now but pay close attention oh and i walked away I had multiple people come to me and tell me that Sam, you have no clue. I don't have a clue. No,
0: you have no clue. You see, people, you
1: cannot see my eyes. They're uh, the look of shock. Yeah, I can't. That's people. This is
0: not the people in this town that I know. Well,
1: because again, you know the amazing, wonderful people that are that it that actually um, support all of the wonderful, wonderful things that are occurring in Hamilton and continue to occur. So you have a lot of people that don't. They're saying that. this. So when I ran, you asked me the question, oh, tell me about how, you know, when I announced, and I'm telling you right now. So they weren't supporting me. And it took a lot. It took a lot. Uh, Man, I I went through a lot. My skin is not thick enough. Did you? And and it's all them years of experience through school (sighs) that led me to have thick skin to understand and realize that you can't change everyone overnight. It takes time. And that's why I still treat everyone the same. I embrace everyone, and I'm positive. And when people come into our downtown, I welcome them. Because it's important that we all work together as a family. Some people don't know that. And we're going to teach them, little by little. I know
0: know it's not universal yet. I wish it was universal. But would you say that you are accepted and maybe even loved by the majority at this point?
1: At this point, yeah. Boston. Oh, there's a lot of wonderful support in our community for me. Yeah, oh, support me and and a lot of other people. Yeah, we have we're actually becoming a very diverse community. It's amazing how many um, wonderful people are moving into town that are you know um, gay like me. Yeah, well, right on. Yeah, and it's amazing. And we're so thankful, well, I am okay. as a business owner. Dude,
0: I got to take a commercial break. Sure. I can't
1: believe that was so fast, dude. You're amazing.
0: <laughs> um, Okay, we'll stop there. We got to talk sure. Funky Cow and a million other yeah, things. Yeah, sure. We'll right back, Not a problem.
1: Dude. All right. This is Gene Goodman from Goodman Fisk. Check us out on the web at goodmanfiskman.com.
0: You know, Ricky, the other day I was walking around town and all I could think to myself is, man, I just wish I could find some place that
1: had a savory sandwich. (laughs) And you bumped into Funky Cow Cafe. You know about Funky Cow. (laughs) Oh my God, it's the best place to come and eat an amazing savory waffle that's made with fresh herbs, the opposite of a breakfast waffle. Oh, that Cuban, the Cuban. Lola's Cuban, inspired by my grandmother.
0: Mm. Oh, was it really? My
1: grandmother was Lola. God rest her soul. Shout. And uh, she would um oh, I would always be in the kitchen with her driving her crazy, messing with flour and tearing up the kitchen when I was a little kid. Oh. And here I am with a savory waffle cafe.
0: The best. But wait a <clears throat> minute, because my wife on the other hand, she wants the sweet cuz she's yeah, so sweet. She is the um, sweetest. And then we came into Funky
1: Cow. Can you
0: tell me about the
1: sweetness? As the sweetness is amazing. So so I basically created this idea driving down to Cape May. And by the way, anyone that's listening to this wonderful podcast, you come in and mention Pillars of Hamilton, and you're going to get a free soda with your delicious Lola's Cuban.
0: Ooh, thank you for that, Ricky. Yes,
1: just a soda, Sprite Coke or Diet Coke, not my famous iced tea. Mm. It's unsweetened
0: and homemade. No, sir. You (laughs) pay the price for that deliciousness.
1: But anyway, so I created this idea driving down to Cape May. One day, and I actually called my sister, Melanie, and I said, Mel, what do you think about this idea? She's like, Ricky, I think it's too much. I, I, I don't think you should get in, uh, yourself uh, involved, you know, opening up a cafe. Did, wait, wait,
0: wait. How did you even get the idea? Cause I was so- driving
1: to get, I was driving down Cape May and got this brilliant idea of creating a sweet and savory. And because I was buying the <laughs> ice cream machines, and I'm like, cows produce milk. Hello, wait, dairy. wait. Okay,
0: so you were buying the ice cream,
1: ice cream machine. So, so basically, there was a self-serve frozen yogurt place that went up for, excuse me, went up for sale. Okay. Um, and unfortunately, you know, it didn't last. So it was going up for sale. So I got a phone call and they said, "Ricky, you need to do something with that corner." And I said, "I'm not spending any money. I'm done." Hang up the phone. I'm driving. I'm like, "There's only the only thing that's worth anything is ice cream machines and cows produce milk, <laughs> but they." <laughs> Produce beef, too. (laughs) I'm like, sweet, savory. And I used a bad word, my favorite word, the F word. And Uh as I said, the F word, funky came out. I'm like, funky cow. This is it. Funky cow cafe. And I'm like, wait, no, this doesn't make sense. I'm like, sweet and savory. Yeah. Dairy. Like, milk. Like, this is it. Like, we need, like, oh, my God, this is it. I could be in hospitals. I could be in universities. I could be all over in airports. Oh, my God, this is a brilliant idea. Within two weeks later, I had the property, and uh, it took me a while to open because I had so many contracts. I have a design company as well, and I do a lot of work in uh, Palm Beach, Florida, and the main line, New York, and so on and so forth, and I have you know private clients that I've been working for for the last 12 years, and... Um, so anyway so i'm like this is it this is a brilliant idea so i said if i'm if i'm opening up i need to open up like if it's already a corporate company like i had this vision and knock on wood i'm going to four years in hamilton and you know it's so crazy because a lot of people the first year they told me that i wasn't going to last they literally told me that to my face and told me friends just like trying to be honest or haters no haters people oh good luck in hamilton I give you three months. I'm so glad I don't have to hear that anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's like oh. crazy. Yeah, and it's that. It, but it's those people that we were referring to earlier that just don't know. They don't get it. Well, they don't understand.
0: Maybe they don't. But you know what else they are? They're fuel. Yeah. Now, yeah, they some, do.
1: They are my fuel. I yes, because I get in fire and I. And then keep people on going come and up and to me.
0: Then you get. Sam, Mr. Sam coming in and yeah, eating that savory yeah, yeah, waffle and yeah. telling you, man, this is the best sandwich in Hamilton.
1: <laughs> yeah. And uh, actually, I'm very thankful. I'm very, very thankful. And um, I put everything in God's hands. And, you know, a lot of people, the the one complaint that you get about Funky Cow is, oh, they're never open. You know why? Like, <laughs> they're never open. Well, dude, guess what?
0: <laughs> dude, dude, I got to tell you. <laughs> yeah. I've thought that before.
1: Yeah, but that's okay. And unfortunately... Including today. Well, actually, you know what it is? Is you go re- you go by at the wrong time. Because Funky Cows are only open 11 to 4. No, but there was an Tuesday. article. Thursday. When I was
0: researching you, there was an article saying you guys were open... Or was it Menino's? Someone yeah. opened late night, not you? It's
1: Menino's. Oh, yeah. Yeah. okay. Yeah, so I'm not open. Uh, a lot of people want me to open at nighttime, and I think that's that may be a future plan, but I want to perfect everything and make sure. Perfect what? You've perfect. already perfected so many sandwiches. <laughs> yeah, but I want I to have everything just perfect. And I know, oh, with perfect, blah, blah, blah. In my eyes, I want everything to be, you know, and it takes time. Rome wasn't built in a day.
0: It, but I don't feel like, and I mean this respect with respect. Sure, like I don't sure. feel like Funny Cow has changed much in the last year. Not that it has to. I just feel like it has to be open later hours.
1: Yes, and I agree with you. And we are, we will get there. And it takes time. <laughs> okay. And it takes time. All right. I but I would that. love to have it open. 24 hours a day, believe it or not, especially on Friday, Saturday, and Sundays at two o'clock in the morning. Who's craving a s'mores or waffle explosion? I mean, come on. Or a Cuban after they leave West End and they had quite a few beers? Come on. But it doesn't work in Hamilton. Not yet.
0: Oh, that's a bummer because I bet a Funky Cow sandwich at that time would uh, be, it'll be dynamite. The Ooh. greatest food I have, ever. I have
1: wonderful visions. And I think it takes time to get to that level. See, this is what you'll have to do. You're going to have to build a bar right next to Funky I would, Cow. if there was a liquor license available i would already have had a bar in hamilton but it takes time are those things not available you can't just go and no get a liquor you can't, license it's not like we're in the city in a big city like new york that you can rent a license and you know apply yeah. there's only limited licenses available in the town and they're all taken
0: so dude um this might <clears throat> look i'm gonna drop a bomb right here Drop this it. might actually uh, surprise you, but my wife uh, is a little bit jealous of you, bro.
1: Oh, is she? She is. Well, she's not the only gal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I may I? I I, just, I don't know how many
0: people are jealous of you for this, but you, sir, top forty under forty. Oh, yes, top. Yeah. Forty under forty—an
1: amazing, amazing privilege and honor to receive that recognition. And uh, you know, I have to tell you, I'm I'm grateful for the wonderful challenges and uh, both the uh, negative and positive challenges that I was uh, presented with in my lifetime. You know, um, that got me to the level that I am in. And I challenged all of them obstacles, whether they were positive or negative. And, you know, I received that wonderful uh, recognition and I'm forever grateful.
0: Can I ask you a personal question? You can
1: ask me anything you want, Mr. Sam.
0: So there's a lot of people who take that stuff. We talked about using it as fuel. There's a lot of people who take it and that's their life. Mm -hmm. Their high school bullies and other failures to find them mm-hmm. um, because due to choice mm-hmm. you you've taken <clears throat> what some people take as 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 a downfall or as negativity and you've turned it into fuel you've become a top 40 over 40 what was it how, how does someone maybe someone listening to this podcast right now who's in that situation where they feel down and out how do they take the negativity And then turn it into what you have done.
1: Well, that's breaking it down and understanding what that negative is that they're breaking down and how they're going to turn that negative into a positive and using that as a fighting force to get to the next level. And basically that's what I did. So I said to myself, when something negative came, I would say to myself what is it what what is is God sending me a signal do I need to change something with myself my thinking my everything and I would break it down and I would okay got it light bulb would go on next time around this is it. Now I learned something new. Take that. And I used it as stepping stones to get to where I'm at.
0: And is this because of your own just personal decis- decisions or did you have a mentor? or something? I had
1: many mentors. Many, many. Yeah. Um, I had, you know, my wonderful parents, my uh, family. And, uh, you know, I was very privileged to have an amazing, amazing neighbor to my grandmother, and her name is um, uh, Mary McIntosh and Kim Merkel, both of them, actually, it's mother and daughter, and uh, they're uh, Mary's husband, Joe McIntosh. This little Puerto Rican got mixed in with some tough Italians and Irish people, I tell you, and they became my mom um, and pop So I was very fortunate to have an Irish and Italian grandmom and grandpa being Puerto Rican. And, so they, they um, along with my parents, were my mentors. And then as I become older, you know, I, Sam, I have to tell you, I was 16 years old and I would hang in Center City, Philadelphia with, you know, some prominent, amazing people. And I was very fortunate. What do you mean? Who? Like, What is 16-year-old Ricky doing? Yes, taking the train. I would take the high-speed line, 16, 17 years old, drinking illegally in Center City, Philadelphia in Ringhouse Square. (laughs) They thought I was 22, 23, and I just got mixed in with some amazing, prominent people in the city and me being my bubbly self – you know, always dressed up, going out, and um, I got mixed in, and I, like, you know, for instance, Neil Stein, Neil Stein actually put outdoor sitting on the map in Rainhouse Square, his, you know, uh, he owned Rouge, Devon, Blue, uh, Stripe Baths, he owned all the prominent restaurants, and Stephen Starr came in and basically bought them all and created more, but I used to hang around with all of these older, uh, much, you know, older than me, because they were fifty. 55 60 year olds you know 40 and um, that's what started everything so I had a lot of people around me and I would observe and I would understand and I would be thankful for the privileges you know 21 I'm you know, actually at 20 years old, I'm telling my mom, "Mom, I'll be back for the week." <laughs> yeah, uh, I was uh, gonna I, ask you. Oh you... yeah, my mom and my dad, you know, my, my parents were divorced. So, but I used to live with my mom, and I would be like, "Mom, i will be back. I'm coming back on Tuesday." She'd be like, "Recalda" with her Puerto Rican accent. Where are you going? I'm like, "Oh, I'm going with my friend." She's like, "Oh, be careful. Just call me." Oh. My mom was so cool, so <laughs> awesome. Lucy, she's the best. She's amazing. <laughs> anyway, shout so out. yeah, shout out to Lucy. She comes um comes home tomorrow actually oh welcome Um, home yeah and um but anyway and i would be (laughs) at in south beach yeah i would take a plane flight and i would go to south beach and and you know at the age of 21 you have to drink but i was you know 1920 i did it for so many years and i was 20 years old hanging out in south beach going out to all the bars and Checking into fabulous hotels with my friends that were 50, 60.
0: I'm from Boca Raton, yeah. Fort Lauderdale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. South Beach. Oh, my God, man. Oh,
1: and it's not like what it was back then. South Beach. I don't know, know what it's change. like now. Uh, I just know what it was like back and then. I, I was just there. Uh, oh, my know, goodness. A couple months ago. Because I do. I Sometimes I just go for the day because I see, do work see, at the Beach.
0: When I went out there, it mm-hmm. was before cell phones were even like a yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. It was like maybe you had Snake. <laughs> yeah. That game Snake yeah. on your cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> Like people actually interacted. I don't know what it's like now. Yeah,
1: it was it was totally, totally different.
0: Oh, uh, that's a bummer.
1: No, yeah, but there were some great restaurants. Actually, there's a couple that are still there. But anyway, so
0: so are these the people? Uh, these people that you got to know? They're uh, they're successful people. They're powerful very, people. Very um, extremely. You, th- what I found out when I was researching about you, man, is that you're not just Funky Cow. Like you're no. other things. Yeah, big so, things.
1: Big things. So I'm forever grateful I just received a um, well not just received I just um, my um, wonderful life partner has a very success, successful company for over 15 years and now I am project coordinator for his company and we just finished up in a beautiful Airbnb on Lake Ontario um, which is came out absolutely beautiful you could see on the hashtag pineapple Rock ROC and um, or visit movingrochester.com. And, uh, yeah, so I'm involved in a lot of things. I have the RA designs and, uh, soon we'll have, um, funky cow franchise. Is that the plan? Is that the end goal? That is, that is the end goal. What's your next step? How how do you... Our next, well, I have already the pieces in place. Um, I have my wonderful, uh, uh, franchise partner and, um, we have, you know, a lot of things in place. And um, Is your there, menu set? His, your menu is set my ne- for that. My menu is set. Uh, of course, Hamilton would be the flagship uh, because this is where it all starts. Yes, sir. And it's part of creating um, and making Hamilton become a wonderful destination, which uh, it already is, but it's yes, a work sir. in progress. Um, and uh, thanks to the Eagle Theater because, I mean, thanks. downtown Hamilton. Well, that, to a lot of places, but the Eagle Theater for alone. He, in
0: this very moment, I am just so happy about you about right. what we do here about eagle theater yeah. about all of main street yeah. and just the people here yes. like
1: it's amazing yeah. but anyway moving forward so yeah we have that and coming coming into fruition it takes a lot of time um but i'm very thankful i very but do you know the
0: people fortunate. to talk to yeah. oh
1: we already have the people um yeah so it's a lot and we're just so um, um, finalizing i got
0: I, I got the most important question i'm gonna ask you on this podcast are you ready after funky cow makes it so big, are you still going to come on the pillars and talk to me, bro? Absolutely. It'd be my pleasure.
1: <laughs> It'd be my pleasure. And I will always continue to support my beautiful town of Hamilton. Whether some stop supporting me, I will still continue supporting them. Well, pff, I don't know. I, I think <laughs> we,
0: you got our support and we're not the mainstream people. Tell me about the people you oh, work with. Me, oh,
1: I, you know, I have, and that's another privilege. Um, well, I mean, let's just state the facts. We have an amazing executive director, Cassie Iacovelli, who, Hamilton, Main Street, I mean, she's amazing. Ha- downtown Hamilton would not be what it is if it wasn't for Cassie Iacovelli. People have told and her dedication. me I should definitely have her on the show. Oh, you, you should. Absolutely. Yeah, She's truly amazing. And what she does, and God bless her for having the patience to deal with all of our Crazy personalities of all our business owners I've in never downtown. Thought Hamilton. about that aspect of her
0: job. That's hilarious. No,
1: it's crazy. Trust me, it's crazy. No, now
0: that I'm thinking about it, no doubt. Yeah, <laughs> no yeah, doubt.
1: We all have, and it depends on our day too. Because sometimes I, we all get cranky, no matter who it is. But uh, but you know, God, she's amazing. She truly is, and we have a lot of wonderful committees in downtown Hamilton that really make Hamilton what it is. And. You know, I am forever grateful to be a part of a beautiful town. And I have to tell you, Sam, back in the day, when people would ask me where you're from, I would say (gasps) Hamilton. And, you know, I was young. I would say Hamilton. Why? Because I was bullied. I was made fun of. I was like, oh, this small, narrow-minded town. You were ashamed of this town. I was ashamed. I used to be, yes. Yes because the the, I would and now you got to remember I would go to larger cities I would go to Puerto Rico every year as a young kid I was going to Puerto Rico for three weeks out of the summer every single year and you would just meet all these people with this mindset and this whole totally different how accepting they would have conversations with you and then and then, as years went along, and now I'm so proud to be from Hamilton. And, and I say it with just with passion and excitement, because it truly is amazing. And Hamilton is on the map.
0: I'm getting so much from this conversation. Um, and I've loved Hamilton before, but I love it mm-hmm. even more now. And I feel like the people who are listening to this who have also been born and raised and yeah. seen the stuff you've gone through mm-hmm. and are here today
1: mm-hmm. are just
0: listening to this with pride, knowing that, like, this is where yeah. I live now. And those places that you saw before that you were jealous of or that you, you wanted for your own town... Never jealousy. Okay, never, never jealousy. In my
1: vocabulary book, jealousy doesn't, uh, doesn't exist. Right, for lack of a better word. It's uh, the root uh, more, of, jealousy is the root of all evilness. No, absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Um,
0: envy is also a bad word. I can't think of the right word, but for you to just... Uh, to respect that and want that for your own town. Respect. Yeah, respect. Um, and knowing that we are on our way and, and to some point we've yeah. gotten there. Um, I'm yeah. getting a lot from this conversation, man. I'm
1: glad you are. And, and truly, it's it's a privilege to be here and to, to basically share uh, because a lot of people don't know who Ricky is from Funky Cow, even though he ran for town council. Even Wait a minute. People don't know there, Ricky from Funky Cow? There's a lot of people, believe it or not, that don't know me. Oh. But there is a lot of people that do know me. And, <laughs> uh, you know, um, it's um, it's great to be here, Sam. And I'm very thankful. And I and I, please ask any questions. Always feel comfortable to ask me anything because I'm an open book.
0: Okay. Um, well, I didn't know whether or not to bring this up. Um And I didn't know, and I can take this out if you don't want me to even talk about it, but um, out of uh, respect and just out of memory, did you want to talk about uh, your dad?
1: Oh, I actually, um, just a few words. Um, My father, you know, amazing, amazing soul. And he knew a lot of people in Hamilton. He was very well respected and he was very private at the same time. And, you know, he lived a very simple life and truly is amazing and i'm forever grateful to call him my father Santos alvario and to have the privilege of having a beautiful sister melanie alvario oh yeah
0: good what's next for you man what's the, next? so 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 of course the franchise is there anything yep. else or is that your main focus well right that's
1: now? my main focus right now and then in a couple years i have um Well, I'm already working on it, believe it or not, and that's uh, it takes time too. My ultimate goal is to, um, you know, create a wonderful bed and breakfast in uh, Mm. in, and on the shore somewhere. Dude, where where there's you just uh, wear many hats. And, you know, time flies. And I'm already, mm. I, I i don't even know how old am I, 38, 37? You're almost too old for that magazine. I don't know. I'm 36. Yeah. Man, yeah. I, know. So, I have uh, four more years, man. I want to be 50's on that magazine. 50 is coming soon. So I am working towards that because, of course, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I want to retire at that age. That was my goal. It's always been my goal. And since then I'm, what? And work on my bed and breakfast. So okay. that's my okay, retirement. Okay. And cook for people from all around the world and decorate my beautiful rooms and Oh, that would be perfect. And, and just, just chit-chat with yeah. them. With my amazing, uh, my amazing life partner Joseph, and uh, shout out to you, sir. Yes, Joseph is amazing. Yeah. We're like a power couple. I'm oh. so forever grateful. Is he from Hamilton? No, he's not. He's from New York. Oh, so you guys <laughs> yeah. have to travel? Yeah, we travel every weekend. So How do you I, meet? Uh, believe it or not, in Philadelphia. We Met in Philadelphia randomly. Out of all places, we met at Woody's in Philadelphia, big neighborhood. <laughs> it's too easy.
0: I'm not gonna say anything about it. It's too it's easy. The best, best place, <laughs> uh,
1: but yeah. So, um, we're going on a third year, um, together and it's third, truly, third. Yeah, it's truly amazing. Is my first boyfriend too, Sam. First boyfriend. Yep. Wait, what Joseph is my first boyfriend I've ever had in my life and I'm 37. I don't know. You never never first boyfriend. I mean, did you have you been on dates? Or? Oh, I would go on dates, but you know, I, I was waiting. Yeah. So I found just the no perfect one was, one. no one was good enough. And uh I don't know if that's the that's the correct um uh, that's correct. Just no one fit. Um I wasn't prepared at the time. Okay. And I felt I I became you know, I was ready and um look at you with that promise ring yeah and um and then i dove right in head first and here we are and then he uh any like uh i I don't proposal and the works thinking about it we already have some stuff picked out but we'll see all right it takes time all right yeah Mm -hmm. yeah great things take time, right yeah that's
0: it um you so we're gonna get into the chat pack but after the chat pack you're gonna be the first dude to do one of my new segments here Okay. on the podcast
1: exciting yeah i'm ready whatever it is all let's right. go all right let's go. i hope Both it works around. out well i hope yeah, it does but go. first
0: i want to keep the chat pack people love the chat pack so sir please choose wisely okay can we do this one yeah absolutely. all right here we go
1: well of course because then that would be like oh we gotta put it back we can't do it and of course we picked it we have to
0: mm, some people do that well that's
1: other people that's not Ricky that's not Ricky that's it that would not be
0: here we go then if you had to wear a button with a maximum of six words on it describing your outlook on life what would your button say you only get six words and it's your outlook on life and I'm
1: Forever grateful
0: You only need two
1: Only need two Thankful No, no, you can
0: stop there Yeah Forever grateful
1: Forever grateful and thankful But forever grateful Yeah, but thankful's the same Yeah, same thing Yeah, (laughs) forever grateful Why? For the wonderful opportunities God has presented to me in my life And has brought me to where I am
0: All right, you ready for the next one? Sure Right on Best of luck, sir you got. You don't have twenty twenty vision, do you? Go ahead. All right, <laughs> there I go, dude. Twenty twenty, Barbara Walters got. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay. laughs> what is something you forgot once that you will more than I'm going to reread that? Yeah. What is something you forgot once that you will more likely never forget again?
1: It just happened to me today. No way. My ATM pin number. <laughs> my ato and it will never happen again <laughs> oh my gosh how
0: did that happen
1: uh, i just forgot because i have like you know four or five different accounts and i just forgot oh man yeah. i was i was expecting something i even like, called my boyfriend and said uh do you remember my pin number and he starts laughing hysterically and he says no <laughs> you know i was expecting something
0: like deep and poetic no. answer no yeah. my, my pin number I'm random and crazy <laughs> okay, I'm I'm eliminating some because I'm not as interested. I'm picking the ones that are my favorite for you. But
1: shouldn't I pick them, or isn't that no, the no, right but, way to no, play? No, no, you're still going to pick. Oh, okay. okay. No, there's no
0: rules here, but oh, okay. this is my game. All right, I just, you own it. I make it up as I go. Go ahead. Okay. We have a couple minutes
1: um, left, so tell me.
0: Ooh, I really want you to pick this one. Oh, okay. I'm just going to shuffle it up and see what happens. Okay,
1: let's see. Close your eyes. Let's do go. it. One, two, three.
0: All right, here we go. If you could change the ending of any movie you have ever seen, what movie would it be and how would you alter the way it ends?
1: It would have to be, um I don't know if you've seen it, Hotel Mumbai.
0: Is that um
1: based on true events? Maybe not. It was in India when they checked in all the It came guests. out recently, right? Yeah. Yeah. The way it ended. The really rich family.
0: Yeah. Yes.
1: The way it ended, it bothered me. How did it end? Well, I don't want to give it up. They oh, have to watch yeah, it. Oh yeah, we don't want spoilers. You just asked me. Okay. Yeah. All right. And, let's um, about spoilers. I just then. wished. I wished uh, one of them would have survived. That's the only thing. Well, you just gave out a huge spoiler. No, <laughs> I said one of them, and there was many because it's basically based oh, on terrorists. Oh, a specific one. A yeah, specific it was one. all okay. terrorists. There was like hundreds of thousands of people that got. Yeah.
0: Um, I have this new segment mm-hmm. I was thinking about. I was going to try it on you. See how it works out. It's let's called see. Love it or leave it. Uh Uh-huh. You can choose between two categories. Go ahead. Music or movies. Movies or music.
1: Well, I have to tell you, movies I don't see that much. So music? Just once in a while. Music, I have no clue. All right. I'm going to name off some stuff. You tell me love it or leave it. Go
0: ahead. 80s music. Love it. Opera. Love it. Punk rock.
1: Hate it. Queen. I should read... Like, I shouldn't say hate it, because hate is a very powerful word. I Leave it. it. I need it. Love it or leave it. Leave it. You'd leave it. Leave it. You'd leave Queen. Yeah.
0: <sighs> okay. Boy bands. Depends. Okay. MTV. Depends. <laughs> Classical. Love it. Rocking out in the car.
1: It depends what you're rocking out to. Well, you rocking out in your own car, do you do it? Like, what do you mean by rocking out? Like, rock and roll? Or rock out, like, start singing? And dancing? That's a good question. Yeah, it doesn't make sense to me. Like Maybe. in my head, I'm thinking of rock and roll, like corn, death tones, Look, all dude, that stuff. So. dude, this is my first love or leave it at okay. I, this, I'm learning here. So I'm loving uh, it. I'm learning. You're learning. <laughs> I'm loving it. <laughs>
0: this is a big learning experience for me. Okay. Um, shit. Oh, okay. Te- techno? Oh, please. Leave it at home. Mm, thank you for that. Um, and finally, finishing it off with Justin
1: Bieber. Oh, I don't. I don't even remember what songs he sings. <laughs> For all the times that you live my Sorry. family.
0: No? I have no clue. Dang. Wow. Maybe I'm never going to do Love It or Leave It again. Don't ever do it. Don't ever do it. Stick to the podcast. It's official, people. We have the first and last segment ever here with Ricky. Love It or Leave It. Well, we're leaving it. We're leaving
1: it. We're leaving it. We're leaving
0: it. I apologize for that, but I do not apologize for my guest because he was one of the coolest guys I've ever talked to. Thank um, you. I've learned a lot this
1: podcast, and uh, I hope we can do it again sometime, man. Absolutely, Mr. Sam. You're truly amazing. Keep on doing what you're doing with your family and your wonderful business that you have here in Hamilton. You're amazing. Keep on going. All right. Reach
0: for the stars. Reach for the stars. I'll take that with me, brother. Take care. Ciao.